0: It is Tuesday, March fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. And this is baseball today. That is my man T Ploof. I am Chris Rose. Do you know yesterday I dated us, I spun the clock back 20 years? People wrote in the comments. I said March 14th, 2002. (coughs) So I got us in the DeLorean.
1: Set the time travel back. What would you change about your life?
0: Well, you would have been, what, a sophomore in high school? That's right. I would, have, uh, I would have been hosting Best Damn.
1: Would you have changed anything in the last no, 20 years? I'm not, not one of those God, guys. God, you got a
0: good life, bro. Why now, would wait you a change second. anything? Why would, huh? I wouldn't change anything if I was you. No, no, no. I'm just saying that but if you could go back 20 years, you wouldn't change anything either. You'd still be the stud at Crespi. I would have
1: met my wife earlier.
0: She's not watching this. You don't have to suck She's up to her. She's this. definitely not. She's her definitely. birthday tomorrow, people. Oh, yes. Oh, Olivia, we're going to celebrate like it's... 2002. 2002. It's going to be so awesome what, out what there. What grade
1: was she in? Seventh grade.
0: All right. Now I need to move on. Whatever. I cannot <laughs> – I can't allow my headspace to get there. It's okay. nice hanging out. This will be our last day together, at least for now. But maybe we'll surprise you, and since we live about 11 miles apart in Los Angeles, maybe we'll get together occasionally for baseball today. Now, here's the crazy thing that happened. We taped yesterday's show, and within, like, eight minutes – all the crazy shit happened with the Tatis injury news. A few hours later the Matt Olson trade, trade between the Reds and the Mares. So we're gonna cover all that stuff right now. And then when we put this to bed, the entire baseball world will Probably. explode again. Yeah. But that that's what makes baseball today fun. So let's start with the big deal between the Oakland A's and the Atlanta Braves. We had Matt Olson here as part of our John Boy Media Compound team. Over the weekend, and then less than 24 hours later, he's in a four-for-one trade with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the big names going back, obviously, are Pache and Langoliers, one of the top catchers in, in all of baseball that's coming up the pipeline here. Um, so are you more shocked that Matt Olson will be playing first base for the Atlanta Braves this year, or that Freddie Freeman will not?
1: I'm more shocked that Freddie Freeman won't be playing for the Braves. I think, not that it's a huge mistake, because I think they've filled it with a like an awesome person and a great ball player in Matt Olsen. But Freddie Freeman, as Jimmy said on our show yesterday and uh, talking baseball, he's a statue guy, right? He should be there his whole career and he should have statues and he should be celebrated. But the thing about that is, it sometimes doesn't work out that way. Apparently they made this trade without even letting Freddie know. So Freddie was Does maybe taking you, a little bit too much time. I, I think so because I think he's earned that respect. Saying, hey man, like this is kind of our deadline. We have something on the table. Like, what do you want to do? Maybe they were thinking this is an upgrade for them, not player for player, because I think Olsen's just a tick behind Freddie. Uh, but maybe because of the money, it freed up. They're gonna have an extra ten to fifteen million dollars to go play with. Hopefully, they reallocate that money and go get, you know, whatever something else to f- uh, fill some holes. Um, but. If you're going to get anybody to replace a guy like Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson is uh, kind of the guy to do it.
0: He's uh, about to turn 28 years old, I yes. think, next week, Matt Olson, Freddie Freeman is 32, and you talk about him being a, a statue guy. There's no question, and if you want to live in that little world where you're like, oh, guys don't play for one team anymore, Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera might be the only guys that do it. David Ortiz, well, David Ortiz didn't even do it. He did yeah. it, just it felt like he played his entire career in Boston. But I understand the romanticized... Mm-hmm you know, narrative with all that sort of stuff. Spin it back to 2012. Okay. The St. Louis Cardinals at the winter meetings in, or I guess the 2011 offseason, Cardinals had just celebrated a world championship. Albert Pujols, a three-time league MVP, he's mm-hmm. up for free agency. Everybody was like, he's got to stay in St. He has to stay in St. Louis. It's like Stan Musial, it's Albert Pujols. Like, those are the statue guys, right? What did the Cardinals do? See ya. They, they moved on. He moved out to the West Coast, to Anaheim, and he played in three playoff games. Yeah. And if you look back at that decision, now I know that the Cardinals, they haven't won a World Series since. Mm-hmm. They played in 1-13. In They've had a very, very good team. But they have had a better run than Albert Pujols has. Sure. Right? I agree with that. So sometimes you have to make difficult decisions. You can't make them with your heart. You just can't. So at the end of the day, if they had a number in mind, the Atlanta Braves, And they said, Freddie, this is what we can do. And Freddie Freeman is well within his jurisdiction to be able to say, I think I am worth more.
1: 100%.
0: And he should. He should get whatever he wants. He deserves that. But let's not play the whole, oh, how can Atlanta move on without Freddie? They just got themselves a damn good first baseman.
1: They did, and they won the World Series last year without Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep. And he's back hitting bombs saying, I am back. Uh-huh. I'm excited for the Braves team. You know, I, I understand how fans can be upset about it because Freddie is an iconic player for them. Right. But let him move on. Whether it's going to be Dodgers, Red Sox, now entering the fold, and then probably segue into our next question, yes, the Blue well, Jays. Um, you guys got to go to Matt Olson, Georgia native.
0: Yeah, I mean, lives in Atlanta. Just got married handsome there. Handsome
1: too. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, strikingly he is handsome. A, he's a
0: great, great player, and I'm just going to make this prediction that at some point this season he will end up getting an extension with them for six okay. or seven years. And people say they will look at the money and they'll say, well, why couldn't they have given that to Freddie Freeman? As I said, Matt Olson is four years younger. You have to factor that into in part of the equation, although Freddie Freeman has been one of the healthiest bodies, and I think he's going to age very well. So yes. if they had given him a six-year deal, I wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, what are they doing? Me neither. Unlike the pool holes deal, where it was a double-digit under the years column, and it didn't age at all. So let's move on. Uh, Carlos Baerga, former Cleveland... Indian. He was an Indian, not a guardian. Mm -hmm. That's the way I'll always look at him. He is reporting that Toronto is the front runner for Freddie Freeman. We've heard other teams mentioned out there, Yankees, Dodgers. Today we've heard Boston. We've even heard the Tampa Bay Rays. Does Toronto make the most sense for the guy who has dual citizenship?
1: No, not at all, in my opinion. Not saying it's a bad fit, because you add Freddie to any lineup, it's amazing, but... Definitely not the best fit. I mean, they kind of already have a first baseman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Slim Daddy Vladdy. Right. So, yeah, he can move back to third base, sure. Uh, But it's not a perfect fit. And it's really – I I didn't even say the Yankees when I was listing off the teams, did I? Well, I just listed them. It's a perfect fit for the Yankees. It's a perfect fit for the Dodgers. I could see it being a really good fit for the Red Sox. It's not a great fit for the Blue Jays, except the fact that they want to go bang the ball around and if you add Freddie Freeman to that lineup with Bo Bichette, Vladdy, Teuska Hernandez, uh, Gurriel Jr., Springer, that is a menacing lineup. It already is without him. You add Freddie to the, fi- uh, to the mix and look out. Um, I don't hate it. It's not the best fit. It's definitely Damn, not. I would love to see that. It's Watch definitely out. not
0: because you know why? We play defense in this sport as well. Okay, Can't hide him. And I don't want to do anything to Vladdy at all. He
1: Leave just, him be, right?
0: No, he had an MVP-type yeah, season at first base. That. What the heck are you doing moving him back to third where he was okay, I guess, but I don't want him worrying about defense. I want him matching the baseball. So if he goes back over to third, that could be a mess.
1: It could be third. I mean, look, first base is no easy position either. i said not that easy, before. But- he did slim down a bunch. Maybe the lateral range will... Will be there for him, uh, but I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, the guy just did. Yeah, it was an MVP last year. Besides Shohei Ohtani, he showed up right mm-hmm. that he would win the MVP in many many other years. At first base, he got comfortable. There's no reason to move him off. I go ahead and do it if you want Blue <laughs> Chase, because it'll make your team. It'll make them better. How could yeah. it not make them better? But it's not the best fit.
0: I will be honest. Um I think he ends up with the Dodgers, but I think Boston is the best fit for him. Okay. I think Freddie Freeman in that yard, pepper in that wall, Candy staying cut. on the baseball, giving a, continuing to give them really good balance I in don't that like lineup.
1: Him. I'm sorry, Red Sox fans. I just can't see it. You know, like sometimes you just can envision somebody. I, in I field don't field. see
0: him as a – I think it's a great baseball lineup fit. Like that's sure. how I'm looking at it. He doesn't feel like Boston. He's too smiley and too happy. No disrespect to the – Red Sox fans out there, but you you need like a guy who's got a little I like it. Freddie is like the nicest guy at first base, right? Like he's Very welcoming everybody. Yeah. Although you know, Sean Casey played up there a little bit, and Casey was the mayor.
1: The bottom line is Freddie Freeman fits on any damn team. Chris. He does. He fits on my Blitzball team. You want to come play me, you and uh, Rotino?
0: Oh gosh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, the forgotten, rotten, and the smiling guy. <laughs> I
1: have to take a hike.
0: I don't know. Um, and people say, well, what is Carlos Pegano? Bayerga's actually been nails on a couple nails. of moves to Toronto. He was all over the uh Barrios extension, right? Yep. He was also on, I think there were one or two other moves. It might have been like Springer to Toronto that he, he was, was on. Yeah. So Carlos Bayerga has some sort of connection to what happens. He's got his finger on the pulse. It's not just Carlos Baerga throwing fire out there trying to get people to pay attention to what he's saying. There has been some legitimacy to what he has said over the years.
1: I agree. And he used to be in our IG live uh, chat all yes. the time. So shout out Carlos Bayer. And I
0: used to love the way he ran because um, Show me I now. have a, ter- it was one of these. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was People a- say I will run like that too. Really? Like straight up. I'm the worst runner ever. There's video of me out there running the bases in San Francisco during the World Baseball Classic. We took IT out there. <laughs> so I had to run from uh, home to second and I don't move my head when I run.
1: Very so I'm still. like this.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. It's the most unathletic run ever. Go YouTube it. You'll laugh. I don't doubt it. Okay. Uh, Another big trade. Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez off to Seattle. Uh, The Reds get three players in return, Williamson, Fraley, and Dunn. Does this say more about the Mariners' direction or the Cincinnati Reds?
1: I think it says a lot about both teams' directions. How about that? But I'm going to pick one because I know you want me to. Yes. I want to talk about the Mariners and what they're trying to do here. Okay. You know, they needed offense. We keep talking about that. A lot of one-run victories last last year. Um, that'll even out. Uh, you're not going to be as lopsided as they were. They need to score runs. So you bring in a guy like Jesse Winker who can get on base, who can slug.
0: And mash right-handed pitching.
1: He mashes right-handed pitching. That's a little bit of a, you know, question mark there. He's not a platoon guy. You can't platoon him. No, But his spl- his splits are, are, are heavy.
0: Very, very He's heavy. He's
1: elite against right-handed pitching. Struggles against left-handed pitching. You know, he still gets on base at a, a decent enough clip there. But uh, this guy is exactly uh, what the Mariners needed. And, and DePoto's just been doing it. Like, they've had a great offseason. We weren't sure how to – I wasn't sure how to process the Mariners in 2021. I kept saying they're kind of fluky. They, they're winning all these close games. They can't keep that up. In the end, it didn't happen for them. We have the vision of Kellnick kind of like in tears at right. the end of the year. But then you go and they got Robbie Ray. Mm-hmm. They got Adam Frazier, who got traded, guys. Not not Brian Reynolds. Not Brian Reynolds. Not Brian Reynolds. And now you bring in a, w- a winker. And then, you know, Suarez, I know he's been – he's had a couple rough years, but our guy Eno Saris put out a chart uh, yesterday on his Twitter talking about how he kind of got back in the zone, started lifting the ball again. Maybe the Mariners can find something. It was more of a taking on his salary than anything. But that, if they can make the – if they can get him bopping again, I mean –
0: Look out, They're dude! Still, he's still guaranteed more than thirty-five million bucks. That's all
1: right. Their payroll's nothing. It's a it's a barely over a hundred million dollars.
0: I now. get it. So I let's get go. It. But now the question is, can you get Suarez back to that twenty nineteen form where he hit almost fifty bombs? Probably not. But he cannot be a negative war player, which is what he was last year in a full season. You know what you can do? Huh? Go get Trevor Story. Yeah. Okay. You got the money. You do, and then you're you're gonna have to end up dealing guys. Sure. And and they're dealing from a surplus, particularly from the outfield right now. I think um, you they got
1: know, the A's trading everybody away. Sure, the Astros are in your division. They're they're,
0: they're awesome. They're monsters. Okay, the Angels trying pretty make, good. Trying to make progress.
1: Like this is a the time they know their windows now. Well, like, they got they got to go.
0: Here's the other thing with the addition of the sixth playoff team in each league. If the Mariners don't make it now and snap that 21 year playoff drought, which is not only the longest in baseball but the longest of any professional sports team in North American sports out of the big four right they now.
1: They know. Mariners fans know. I know bro. they know. Just it, rubbing it in a little, little bit. I'm not rubbing
0: it in. I'm stating a fact. Okay, fine. That's what we are. We're journalists on this pro- program. I am not a journalist. We're, I'm not either. Um, I want to focus on the Reds because I was out there okay. at camp when this happened yesterday. I literally talked to Jesse Winker 15 minutes before he got traded. It was really unreal because we went there. They were about to have a team meeting at, like, 1.30, so we were like, okay, we'll go get some lunch, and then we'll see him on the field at 2.30. We are at lunch, mm. and Joe's goes, holy shit, Jesse Winker just got traded. I was like, come on, you're lying. We check our t- – oh, I was like, we packed up lunch. We go back there. <sighs> now, here's, it's, here's the scene. In order to get to the backfields in Goodyear at the Reds facility, you have to walk past their quasi-loading dock. It's where they keep all mm-hmm. their gear and spring sure, training. Sure. We walk past there. And Suarez and Winker are on the phone. And it was a real emotional scene. You know, particularly for Winker, who was drafted in the first round out of high school by the Reds. Suarez, you heard him in his goodbye press conference, how much the city meant to him and to his family. It's the part of the game that we as fans don't get to see. And it really, you know, I'm not going to say I'm like best friends with Jesse Winker, but I've gotten to know him pretty well over Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. We text quite frequently, and I, I checked in with him afterward. I just said, hey, man, I hope. You're okay. He shot me back. He goes, listen, man, I'm awesome. But it's a lot of things. You know, his world got turned on its head. He's got a daughter. I believe it lives in Cincinnati. And we don't don't get to see that. Like, we forget about the human side. All we think about is, hey, one day Jesse Winker's putting on a Reds uniform with Eugenio Suarez, and the next day we'll see him out in Seattle in spring training in Arizona. It's not a big deal to us. It's a huge life changer for those guys.
1: I mean, yeah first thing you think of, you know, for a, a guy like Winker or in Suarez is you make relationships with people, uh-huh. you know, whether it's, you know, people that work at the stadium, whether it's people that work for the organization. I mean, that's real. That is the human element. Then you get in embedded in a city and, you know, you're going to get treated fairly well because you're a ball player, but you make friendships in the city too. And, and to have that, you know, uprooted, you know, basically with no notice. I mean, he had some idea that maybe it was going to happen, but you have no say over it. Right. He was just hitting BP in a Reds, you know, outfit, and then just like that, pack it up, find a place. Uh, at least he can stay in Arizona for spring training,
0: I guess. Yeah, now that, that's the benefit of that. But. but
1: now he's got to find a place in, in Seattle. I mean, it's it's a big deal. It's part of the game, it's a big though.
0: deal. As far as what it means for Reds fans, I'm Jeez. sorry for you. Like, when we heard about the – and I don't really want to talk much about the lockout – but a lot of the players were saying, hey, let's not focus on what's going on up top with the CBT. It's what's going on with these teams who aren't spending anything on their payroll. The Reds have sliced more than $50 million off of their payroll. Let's let's just go over quickly what has transpired here. And I apologize, Reds fans. <laughs> Wade Miley, they got rid of him because they didn't want to pay him $10 million bucks. He ends up on the north side of Chicago. Tucker Barnhart, I understand that trade. Stevenson is a stud. I met that kid yesterday. Holy shit, is he a mountain of a man? Um, Castellanos, he opted out. We knew that he wasn't coming back. Now they deal Gray, Winker, Suarez. Those are now it doesn't mean that the young guys that they're getting back, particularly in the sunny gray trade, and, and even some of these guys that they're getting in the, the deal from the Mariners, doesn't mean they're not going to work out. But this team in twenty twenty, yes. and I talked to a bunch of those guys, they were like, we were really close. Yeah, dude, they're really a really close. good team. And then you add in Jonathan India, the National League Rookie of the Year, and that's a team that in that division should have been spending money to upgrade, not to tear it down.
1: Especially in that division.
0: Not You have to pay attention to the surroundings. And I talked to a few people in the Reds organization yesterday who said this is really on ownership. They said if you're not in it to win it, you got to get out. And that is the feeling, and it's not fair to the fans out there that if, I mean, you had people in place that could help you win.
1: In 2020, if you went on air and said, Hey, Reds fans, not only do you have this awesome team here with some good pitching and some, some hitters banging the ball around the park, you're also going to have the 2021 Rookie of the Year on your yep. team. They would have been ecstatic. They would have said, Playoffs, playoffs, maybe a World Series. Instead, we're tearing everything down. I don't, I don't get it, man. And uh, the GM, I believe, I don't know his name. I'm actually trying to look at up. Kroll. Nick Crawl. Nick came on air yesterday in a press conference. Said it wasn't a, a money move.
0: Okay, stop. What is he supposed to say? I'm just
1: saying. This be honest. It, but
0: this is no, you can't be honest. Yes, oh, uh, Chris, Bullshit. You can't can. be honest. No way. You not, just say,
1: hey, we're we're looking to shed some payroll here.
0: Uh. Uh-uh. Because, because you know what? You, give you know a who doesn't like Being embarrassed are rich dudes, and that embarrasses the owner. That well, does. Well, I mean, whether it, they, the, people embarrassing home, himself. the people at, well, okay, now if you want to say that, that's fine. It is a little embarrassing because we know the answer. We don't have to hear it from somebody's mouth to figure out and connect the dots. Everybody's smart in baseball land. Those are smart fans in Cincinnati. They see it, and I'm telling So you're that, just
1: saying just come on, come and lie to us because it's easier? I don't like that.
0: It doesn't feel good, but it's, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I get it. But here's the thing, and I okay. told you this a few weeks ago, Cincinnati, and everybody else has got to pay attention to this. The Bengals are a real deal.
1: Oh, baby. yep.
0: And Joe Burrow is a superstar. I have friends in Cincinnati still. Remember, I lived there for three years right out of college. The, the Reds know they're skating on thin ice. There's only so much disposable income. If the Reds suck, they are going to flip the page so quickly to Bengals minicamps to Bengals training camp, everything else. It's going to be all Bengals all the time. And the Reds are going to be back a few exits. That's dangerous territory. And that's what this trade did. It continued to walk down the wrong road, in my opinion. Okay? Let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) What a shitty story this is. (laughs) Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be out several months. He's got a fractured (laughs) left wrist. Surgery is possible. So, bigger story here. Tatis missing significant time for the third time in his four big league seasons, or that this could ruin San Diego's dreams of an NL West crown.
1: I struggled choosing this one right here. Because I don't want to be the guy to come on here and say, you know, don't do this, don't do that. But prior to this injury, which we don't know how it happened, uh, he said he was swinging an axe at his ranch. I swing an axe in my backyard all the time, so I get it. Um... There were some motorcycles. There's no to- way
0: you have an axe. Of course I do. For what? Of
1: I- to chop wood. What? What else do you have an axe for? But bro? What are you
0: chopping wood for? It doesn't to even make get cold fire. To make a fire. I cook. I cook with it.
1: You, and and I have a fireplace. I have I have several wood burning fireplaces in my house.
0: You need to have video of you chopping okay. wood, please.
1: Okay. I have a big stump that I chop wood on. You
0: do not. You have a stump? Of course I do. Does the ax stay in the stump? Yes.
1: I'll have Olivia send a picture right now. It's in my backyard. I'm a freaking man. Well, whatever you do, don't, man, don't send
0: Olivia a text that says, will you send a picture of my stump? Send <laughs> it, make it fully clear what Unreal. we're
1: Unreal. It's her birthday right, tomorrow. Happy
0: birthday, Olivia. Jeez. Okay. Listen, okay. Fernando anyway, talking Jr., about?
1: he's already had some baseball-type injuries, get paid a lot of money. It's your responsibility to make sure that you are giving everything
0: to the Padres in the city of San Diego. So stop swinging an axe and riding motorcycles? I would
1: say stop riding motorcycles. Did
0: you love the question yesterday? So do you think that this happened during the motorcycle riding accident? He goes, which one? That's not a great answer for
1: that. <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> I love you and you're honest. And I guess I just clamored for honesty before, so at least he's being honest. Uh, I would stay away from the motorcycles. Um you know, like that's just not what we want to be doing. Didn't Mad Bum do the same thing on a motorcycle? What's up with uh, motorcycles? It, it was
0: like I think an A T V accident during an off day in Colorado or something, if I remember yeah, correctly. Well,
1: okay. I mean look, I just we wanna see you on the field. Um, it is a big blow to the for the Padres this year. Because like they're not
0: gonna win the NOS now. It's with gonna those be two it's, behemoths in front of them.
1: It's gonna be very difficult without, you know, Fernando's production. Uh, I'm not saying they can't do it still,
0: but I, You know what? I'll say this. Okay, you go ahead. I don't think it's going... There's no benefit of having Fernando Tatis out of the lineup for two and a half to three months. I want to get that out right now. I do think Uh it's going to force A.J. Preller to get more offense. I really do. It wouldn't surprise me if they go sign, say, a Suzuki.
1: They need a bat in the outfield.
0: Definitely. I think that they can't say, okay, well, we'll see where we are after... May or early June and try and figure it out then it might force them right now to do something that will benefit their team later on in the season who do you want you want Suzuki I think that's a great move Bryant. that's a
1: he fits on every team he does
0: fit so yeah I mean I would say sure Uh, in the meantime you know Cronenworth Kim Kim's great glove defensively right it's just that we're talking about lack of offense he had like a like a 620 OPS last year or something. It was miserable. C.J. Abrams, he's 21 years old. He's coming off major injuries. I don't know where he is right now. Maybe that's an answer. But the Tati stuff, now I don't want him to wrap himself in bubble wrap. I'm all for guys doing whatever they want in the offseason. But yeah, man, you got, did you see the line like the Padres never thought about voiding his contract? No shit they didn't think about it, right?
1: Well, they can't. It's not definitive that it was from any one particular thing. He said it was, Early in the offseason, felt like it was like he jammed it and then starts ramping up baseball stuff, and I guess it flared up on him. It's difficult. I just hope he gets healthy. We That's need all. to see Fernando on the field. Not even Padres fans, just baseball I'm fans in general. Bro, get on the field because we'd like to marvel at your
0: talent. Dude, hit it. Forty-two homers, and it had a 975 OPS in 130 games You're,
1: last year. It reminds me of when I was a senior in high school. It's when I peaked my baseball okay. career. I was we're so good, bro. That's on. what you remind me of, me and you. Text
0: Olivia about the stump, and I'll ask the, okay. this last question. Okay. Uh, Dodgers fan on Sunday yeah. out of Camelback had Cody Bellinger <laughs> sign his arm and took a dare to have it tattooed, the signature, which He accepted. So on Monday, we see a tattoo of Cody Bellinger's signature on his arm. Do we give this guy credit, or is that one of those what the hell were you doing moments?
1: For me, it's a what the hell are you doing. But for him, maybe he was like, is he all tatted up? I I saw the video. I believe he is. Because if you're all tatted up, up, what's one more?
0: Well, it's somebody's name, though, dude.
1: Yeah, but you know you can always you can always fill that in. like the not, guy's a fan. He's getting he's getting some press. We're talking about him. this is one of the best baseball shows to ever be invented, right? Yeah, we're talking true. about
0: him. That's true. I have a hard time.
1: Uh, was it a good autograph? Because dude, Cody, if this guy asks you to sign his armies, I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Like, did he take his time? Like, make sure you could see what was going on? Or it's not a great one. I'm looking at the video right now.
0: It's it's fine. No, it's solid. I mean, it's solid. It's just, he did I, th- What is that? That's another one. Yeah, that's Matt Beatty.
1: So this guy. Okay, hold on one second, bro. Okay. I'm going to go back and say, yeah, it's it's a little dumb now.
0: Oh, so this. Yeah, I changed my mind. Over the, I changed my mind. We're just doing anybody's autograph on there? I can't wait to see, We're going to go next? out to Dodger camp today. I'm going to go find that You'd motherfucker f- <laughs> and sign his elbow. I Let's it. go.
1: I'd chop that fucking arm right off if you did that.
0: <laughs> could slice that thing.
1: Holy bro.
0: Bad idea, dude. I'm sorry. You could be the biggest Dodger fan in the world. This is just a terrible idea. All right. So I think we're, <laughs> we're going to try to get out to Dodger camp today. Hopefully say hi to some guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're out and about and you see us, please say hello. We're going to be bringing a lot of the crew. And um, you're flying home tonight, so you could be yes, with your bride on her birthday. Yes, sir. I want to see the picture of the stump.
1: I'm, I will get it for you. I'm I can't believe you questioned that about me.
0: I can't believe that you have that.
1: I can't believe you don't.
0: An axe? Yeah. I've never wielded an axe I, in my life. I would what? be the guy that cuts off my big toe you know on what? the first swing. Easily. No problem. I'm
1: going to get you an axe. We'll see. Because it's going to unlock something in you.
0: <laughs> let, let me see who I can get traded today. I'm going to go take a picture with somebody, uh, tweet it out, and then 15 minutes later, they'll get traded. It was funny, my nephew uh, uh, texted me afterward. He goes, can you go take a picture with Baker Mayfield today? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. Mean-spirited, but I, yeah, mean I, I kind of chuckled at it a little bit. All right, dude, it's fun hanging out. we got to do this more often yes, in person, right? I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. And thank you for hanging out with us today on Baseball Today. We'll see you on Wednesday.